The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. to another episode of Voices of Unity. I'm Reverend Skip Jennings. I'm Chad Bradford. And I'm Faith Rivera. Aloha, everybody. Welcome. Welcome, welcome. Welcome, welcome. Hey, this is a show that we promise to always be honest with people. We're going to talk about anything and everything from spirituality to partners to careers to everything that is all in this kind of thing that we do call life. So I love y'all. And I, I, this is like the, I get, I can't wait. I get really like butterflies in my stomach. I'm getting excited because this is the only time we really come together, Chad and Faith, yes. Rivera. Yes. I know, it's, it's exciting. And, and it's, it's just, it's fun. Cause we get to, we get to catch up here, uh, see what's going on in each other's lives. And, um, you know, I, I know that there's some, there's some updates that we're going to get to here in a minute, but I want to <laughs> yeah. see what's yeah. going on with Faith first. Don't make me laugh. Don't make me laugh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. A lot. Wait a minute, Chad, Chad, you always have to call her Faith Rivera. She has a full name why? that I, I don't know why I just made that up. <laughs> but, you know, I, but I always say like Chad Bradford, and I still want to know who Tra- Chad Bradford one is on 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 social media. But but I always got like, Faith Rivera. That just sounds so sexy. It's like Faith Rivera. It sounds so real. Real. Oh my God. Where are you real. going? What's happening? Okay. I think we got to start with you. No, 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 no. Faith, I want to say I saw you on Facebook. Okay. Your family was amazing. That family photos and everything on Facebook. Oh, which one? I'm like, which family? You had, I think grandmom and grandpa was around you and you were just glowing. What was oh, that? Oh, I, I don't know which one that was. Was that for my dad? So much That was just happened. recent, a couple of days. That was a couple of days ago. And I, you know, I stalked you on Facebook. Okay, got it. Well, I stalked you too. What the, you know what? This is summer, so it's all family. We had, um, you know, my cousin, auntie visiting us. Um, it's it's summertime, so the kids, I just, I have kids all the time. They're right outside right now, and I keep reminding them on the hour, are, are you still not done with breakfast? So, <laughs> so we've been trampolining yesterday we did you know i trampoline um what else have we done i've been playing kickball board game you know the whole bit so um yeah it's been all family family time oh and i do have to share oh can i share that well yeah. let's just say yeah some family have has been going through covid i mean i don't know how oh, it is again where you are, again it, yes it is everywhere present well not my direct family but i'm saying my you know, my extended family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Wait, what else do you want to tell you? Oh, I wanted to mention because I forgot if I mentioned it. I think I mentioned it last show that we have a new like big fan. It's my husband, which oh. I'm I, like, I'm blown away, guys. Yay. You know, he's like asking about the show. He's like, what are you going to talk about? And I'm really happy. And I'm also a little nervous. I'm like, do I need <laughs> to censor myself now? Because he's sometimes the source of the stories, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so Is that possible? Can you really censor yourself, Faith Rivera? Can you really? It's tough. It's, it's tough. tough. <laughs> it's tough. Barely. It's tough. Barely. I, right. I'm not gonna put your business out there, but your family has experienced COVID quite a bit. That was yeah. like you all gone through your bouts of this. Yeah. Well, I mean, my direct family, me and the kids, right. and we went through it in August. So right. yeah. But now, like my, you know, my extended family, 
that I'm close to, you know, we had to cancel my dad's uh, birthday dinner. He turned 79. My, my dad turned 79. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hey, look at him singing, singing. <laughs> you, you have to read my post because it's, I don't know, I got to really tears and I just, I said, he's the kind of man that would wear his wife's bag. But he's oh, the, you know, he's the kind yes. of dad that didn't make his job in Maine because he fell in love with my mom in Hawaii. I mean, I just, it's so different now to look back and, and just think I, I hated him for, for, you know, to be honest, and I thought I hated him because he was so strict. I couldn't go to sleepovers and all that, but I love this man. He's my yeah. daddy, and uh, yeah. so we'll I don't know, Faith. I don't. For me, you know, because I've, I've, my little one, she's just eight and a half months now. Uh -huh. But it's like there's a whole, absolutely whole new perspective on mm -hmm. seeing your parents or seeing those that mm -hmm. you know help to raise you, and 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 having a whole new. I don't know, understanding and empathy yeah. and, you know, feeling for what they went through and just, mm -hmm. um, I don't know if you experienced that too, but it's just been very profound for me. Mm. Oh yes. The perspective, you know, I get it now. I get mm -hmm. it. When my dad was like, mm. knock you in the house, keep you safe. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know they just I, did it out of love. They yeah. just yes. did it out of love. Oh, and to see that love, because I didn't see the love, you know, when you're there, mm. you just feel like it's, it's like literally sure. like a, a jail or something, but mm. I mean, this man is incredible. And 79, he still climbs, goes on top of the roof, climb, you know, chops the bamboo. I'm like, hello, dad, can you mm. stay? Earth now, you know, on the ground. <laughs> so anyway, it's, it's so then you know, it's so funny because then you just allow him to do his thing, and he allows you to do your thing. I think we all kind of grow. Chad, what's going on with you? What's <laughs> well, going on we, with you, brother? We are we are in um, in the latter parts of rehearsals for Much Ado About Nothing. We're Fun. we open a week from Thursday in Fayetteville, which is. Um, in the heart of the Ozark Mountains in Northwest mm -hmm. Arkansas. And it's just beautiful country. And then it goes on tour and it comes down to central Arkansas. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's coming along and it's been really rewarding getting to write up, write the music and teach it. And we're in there every day going at it. So that's good. That's kind wife, of what I'm doing. Does your wife Sharon well, uh, listen to the show like Faith's husband? She, she, she does. She does. She's uh <laughs> You no, know, she, I'm going to call her and tell her she may be listening to our show. Yes. <laughs> good. You know, with the baby, it's not necessarily uninterrupted listening, I will say. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but I, I, will, I will test her. I'll be like, you hear what I talked about you? You, you hear that? <laughs> I'm not going to say, did you hear what I did? No, I'm not going to ask him, did you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> but I will tell you who another one of our number one fans uh, is is my mom who does oh. listen to every single minute Hi, um, oh and God. she's just so excited she, well when's your next you know podcast gonna That's come so out cute. and she just has is such that linda? a great time is that linda kim oh kim see yes. i try i should not even try uh, to 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 call out names because you know this whole week is part of what we do is like we got to know people's names and i've been going mm -hmm. up hey hey diane it's doris oh sorry sister doris child so then i go around going hey boo and i'm like i i, I can't do that much i but i can't faith what? I can't do that much longer because when you say boo too oh. many times, they know you don't know their names. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so how many times can you call me boo? I know. I know. <laughs> well, we have a lot of names to remember. A lot yeah. of names Wait, to remember. I want to ask Chad, though, about yeah. your mom. Um, Like, what's her take on spirituality and all that? I mean, is she open to, to all of this? Does she come from a Christian background? Like, is it cool to her, weird to her? Yeah, I think I think she's... Uh, I think she's fascinated by some of the stuff that we talk about. And <laughs> honestly, you know, coming up uh, in the South and, you know, I think there's a, you know, there's a term, we aren't Baptist, but, you know, recovering Baptist, you know, <laughs> that kind of thing where, right. you know, you grow up in kind of more of a, I don't know, more conservative, just atmosphere and society down in the, in the South. And so, mm -hmm. um, you know, she's, she had a big, uh, awakening and a big evolution, you know, when she was in her twenties and then on forward and, mm. and it, she just keeps evolving. And it's just it's so beautiful. interesting to see how, uh, our, 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 our kind of journeys are 
are parallel in some way. Some of the the lessons that I'm learning, she's learning at the same time, you know. Um, Ram Dass used to talk about we, we live in soul pods, you know, that, that, that we oh, wow. reincarnate yeah. kind of together mm -hmm. as communities of souls in order to continue learning from each other. And I really feel like me and my mom are, we've been, we've been tussling and learning from one another for, you know, <laughs> for many lifetimes. That is yeah. so beautiful. Yes. Okay. It's amazing. Okay, so it's so amazing. now we got to flip on over to That's right. right. Oh, you had well, burning going on. What's going on? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm clearing my throat because you know what I, it is. We're going, we're in torrential rains right now. Oh, we're wow. in downpours and it's constant and there's floodings everywhere. Oh, but then it does this in Florida, which I love y'all. And Hawaii does this sometimes too. Mm -hmm. It showers and then it gets Sunny. clear the sun's count and you see rainbows and it's hot yes. and so <laughs> yes. we're going through the the flow of that um i had i have a avocado tree and a, a mango tree in my backyard and the mango tree is just going crazy wow. so what i gotta do is i gotta run outside make sure every morning to pick up the mangoes because if i don't i'll have critters <gasps> oh so we get iguanas mm. we get rats we Whoa. get raccoons we Whoa. get all we get birds we have so many birds that come down it's a feeding wow. thing so my wow. routine in the morning get up i work out i meditate then i go harvest oh my lord <laughs> i go harvest so it's been that that's been amazing and it's fun being in my first like torrential rain because i'm like going is it going to pour down it starts getting really dark i'm going oh here it goes and there's lightning and thunder too Wow. And don't tell nobody, but I do not like lightning. <laughs> I do not like lightning. I don't and think I do anybody does. <clears throat> well, but you it's know, I mean, some people in Florida going, oh, just put on your big boy panties, just go with it, because that's how it is. I am just like, yeah. you know, lightning. I gotta uh, say though, I'm one like of lightning? those. I'm one of those weirdos. If it's lightning, I just love it. I love the oh thunder, the lightning. Mm. I love, I love feeling just this force kind of running through me. You know, yeah. uh, just the wind blowing through my hair, and it's exhilarating. But Chad, you are one of the weirdos. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just kidding. That's I'm why you brought kidding, me baby. Here. I know, I know, I know. Um, and so here's what I, 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 I'm remembering. I don't know why this is coming up. But I'm remembering y'all my first haircut. Okay. I'm wow. sitting, I don't know, because I'm going to get my beard shaved and, and done every, I have a groomer. I probably pay way too much money to have my beard done and my beard products. And wait, I wait, wait, down, wait, excuse me. What? By the way, we have to tell our listeners because they can't see us. Right now, Rev Skip is sporting <laughs> this beautiful, bald, glowing black head. Okay, go on. <laughs> find, find me on, on Facebook because, um, and I'll tell you, you know, why I've been doing that. But, okay. um, and I sit down and I'm having these memories of my very first haircut, mm. which I don't know where they're coming from, mm. but it was horrific. I oh, hated my first really? haircut. Okay. Yeah. Do you remember your first haircut, Chad? I don't remember it, no. The, I remember. For you to remember it must have been dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> it, I'm like going, I'm having these memories. And Faith, have you taken a, a, your son to get his first haircut? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I have pictures of it, yeah. Sad if, face, crying. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did not See, love it. Thank you. I'm it. remembering something's coming up that needs to be healed, y'all. The first haircut. Mm. The first haircut. So, um, uh. yeah, something important happened, y'all. <laughs> Which yes. people, if you follow me on social media, you'll know. I was I like, wait, haircut segue to da da da. This, you know, there's a method to <laughs> Rev Skip's madness. Yes. yes. So I'm going to tell you why this haircut's coming thank up. You. Thank okay, you. Okay, so. Um, I have now been um, promoted to Senior Minister of Center for Spiritual Living in Fort Lauderdale. Woo! So uh, it's official. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And yes, y'all may call me Bishop. Um, so, <laughs> so here's what's happening. And I realize that you're going to see new headshots because today was a photo shoot for oh, the new brochures fancy. and what's going on fancy oh and what's going on the website. Gosh, wow. And so I put into my self care. I got to go and get my beard taken care of every week. Uh -huh. And I'm going to this really cool barbershop that mm -hmm. is just so much fun. And we talk about everything from God to spirituality, to <laughs> sex, to music. 
sci-fi like what we do here sci-fi <laughs> is like what we do here so we are actually in the middle of the voices of unity barbershop today uh, <laughs> it is you know how much you want trimmed okay how much you want trimmed oh my god so i believe is this some stuff that's coming up for me to be healed mm. from my um childhood and mm -hmm. um the other thing too is let's let's get into let's get down with the get down mm -hmm. this has been simultaneous a beautiful experience and a very sad experience. Mm -hmm. My brother and my sister-in-law, and I'm saying this online and my niece, and maybe they'll hear it, have yet to call me to say congratulations. Mm -hmm. Now, and and so what my mother said to me today was, it's it's okay, my, my brother. He said, no, my son, I am so proud of you and I am so mm -hmm. grateful for what you're doing. Mm -hmm. So, Another person and my my spiritual therapist said that, you know, because of the Christian belief, it could be something that's standing in the way from them celebrating who I am as a gay black minister. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I've been talking a lot about that from the pulpit. I don't know if they've been watching or anything, how mm -hmm. amazing it is, especially around pride yes. around this time. Mm -hmm. Everything's been divinely orchestrated for pride. Rev Skip becoming senior minister, the very first black senior minister oh, of CSL. Yeah. Yeah. for Laura Dale. So there's a first black gay minister. Yeah. Yes. So what I get to do is to hold it sacred of what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, and that's been a big, huge healing for me, but it's been simultaneously yes. beautiful and yet so sad because my family, you know, have not, and that's all, you know, but then, you know, Dr. Chris said to me, Dr. Chris Michaels, who was the senior minister and now he's the senior minister emeritus said to me, but you have so many you have hundreds of people that are supporting you. Hundreds, mm -hmm. hundreds. Mm -hmm. And I said, you're absolutely right. I have hundreds of people on Facebook. There's over, you know, I think it close to 900 interactions right now. And yeah. Yeah. comments were about 300 well wishes. We wish you well, yeah. we support your ministry. It's been overwhelmingly Yes. Um, support it, including the both of y'all and Chad, right. you're online and yeah. Faith, you know, you sent your, right after it was done, you called me on the phone when I got home, <laughs> you were one of the very first phone calls I got. So thank you, my brother and my sister yeah. for supporting awesome. this journey. Well, you know, this is the one time I can quote Ram Das or at least refer to him. As, uh, well, but he has this powerful, it started off one of my talks where he says, you know, if you think you're enlightened, go home. <laughs> <laughs> yes, family. that is so, so deep. You, you know, and it and it's and it's beautiful, Skip. And yeah. I'm so happy you shared, you know, all all the all the sides of this um, big moment in your life. And mm -hmm. and it's so you know that it's so on yeah. point. Like you said, birthday month, Pride month, and you know we didn't even talk about how it happened. You know, I was on another live stream, so I couldn't watch it. But I swear it sounded like a Survivor. I watched Survivor. That's one of my favorite shows. It was like a Survivor, um, Survivor like tribal, like when they're revealing the winner. Like you, I don't even know how it was for you to sit there. Yeah. You know, and as a person, you had to be there and either say yes you are validated you are the minister no you are not you know right. the, i'm saying that i'm not saying that's what it means but that's how we take it no you're not validated and how interesting how did that, you stay oh i'm sorry yeah. Faith. go ahead no go go well, for but it how, how did you kind of just stay centered through that skip because it was <laughs> like especially you? and watching it it was like the audio wait. went out and i'm like am i missing something this is yeah. so suspenseful <laughs> well, wait, well wait i mean i'm still trying to get over the fact that Faith Rivera watches Survivor. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I love you watch Survivor. Can this be a whole other show? Because it is so deep. Yes, it, it is, is deep. So, that show is deep. Okay, anyway, I'll stop. It Go is on. deep. Go okay, on so here's the thing. Everyone was saying, oh, you're shoo-in, you're shoo-in. This is going to happen. And it really, it was overwhelming. You know, 98% of people who supported me, I don't know because I can't see the ballots and whatever. So it was beautiful. Um, but it was, let's put it this way, Faith has been on this journey with me fully. And you have too, Chad, from when I left Cali, because we were doing it, the other podcast we we're yes. doing in the flow. So Chad, I was talking about leaving Cali, going over to here and Faith was, we were in the, the um, Voices of Unity. So this journey, you both have followed me. And I knew why I was going to Florida. I knew what they were preparing me to do. I knew all that. And it was this, that moment, it was there that day. I kept being on the verge of crying, 
and rejoicing. I really wanted it over and I really want to hear it so we can move on to the next phase. Um, so I could say very focused because Dr. Chris, my mentor was sitting right next to me and he always said, don't worry about it, we got it. We had beautiful conversation. I had my spiritual posse, which I call them, those who surround me and they support me were there front row. I had some that weren't there, they were texting me saying, it's in, you got it, whatever. It was very surreal. It was like a dream. And I still am getting clarity of what was happening because mm -hmm. it really felt like a, a dream. And, you know, I had, I have, you know, let me put it this way. There was someone special there that was like giving me the thumbs up and that's all, mm -hmm. you know, and it was, it made everything right. It made everything good. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, that's all I stayed centered. So thank you mm. for asking Chad. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. His experience was amazing. So mm. thank you. <laughs> so, you know, I love the fact yeah. today you were just talking about um, Shakespeare and then Faith, you have written a Shakespeare song and I want to talk, here's talk about Survivor. You know, Shakespeare for me is like watching Survivor. It really <laughs> is sometimes. It's like, who's going to get knifed? Who's going <laughs> to oh get, who's going to get knifed? Shakespeare <laughs> is violent. Yeah. It can be violent. And there's some funny ones there. I don't understand it. So I kind of run from it. Mm -hmm, Faith, do you mm -hmm. understand Shakespeare? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, okay, let me, let me, you know, I'm singing, yourself. <laughs> I'm, singing, I'm singing this song, which I'll, yeah, I'll be sharing later. And um, yeah. if I were to take an academic approach, and if you're asking me to write a paper of what each, you know, line means, I'm sure I could make it up, but um you know, like everything else, and maybe this is a unicorn way I, I grab the energy yes. from it, you know, and, mm -hmm. and the unicorn way I grab the nice, you know, the nice positive ones, yep. <laughs> you know, feelings from it. But what, what I do love about Shakespeare is there's got to be something that it's, you know, lasted all this time. We're still talking about it. We're still doing this art. And so I think for me, I believe Shakespeare is open ended enough that it, it, it still applies to our life and like good art, right? It can reflect yes. to us something. So, you know, but when you say, do I get it from a head level? No, like a, no, no. But in my heart, I, I, I so appreciate Shakespeare and yeah. maybe Chad can educate I, me more. No, no, <laughs> I think, no, the way you, the way you're talking about it, I think is, you know, the way we should talk about it because it's, I, I, it's, this kind of material is never meant to be really be read in an English classroom. And that's how mm -hmm. it is always presented. It's like, mm -hmm. you read this and we're going to take a test and it makes people kind of despise it when really right. like all art, you go to the museum and you're not, you shouldn't be there with, you know, a whole book like, Oh, this is, you know, Rothko. Let me read all about Rothko. But that's how we approach Shakespeare. You're really supposed to, I, let me rephrase that. The way that I think that we can most enjoy it is if we approach it in the way that you're talking about faith, where I don't have to know every thee and thou and what, what every archaic word means, mm -hmm. but how can I receive this in an energetic manner? Um, because yeah. it really is art and poetry. It's so yeah. dense. If you look at any kind of poetry, you kind of have to read it through a couple of times and you're just kind of absorbing it. And it's dealing with these mythic themes. And so you may see a production one time and really identify with one character. And you may see it another time and identify with another character. And it really is about what you're able to take away from it. Yeah. You know, that's you that's know, what makes it art. I love you both said that. I want to tell you where I fell in love with Shakespeare was Romeo and Juliet with Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh my yeah. God, yeah. that was the sexiest move I ever seen in my life. <laughs> I'm like, Leo, you can be my Romeo any day, oh. my brother. I was like all up well, in there. I saw it like three times because it was, it just blew my mind. I was like, oh, if this is Shakespeare, yes. with these fine people running around here, I will always be Shakespeare in. I don't know well, if that was spiritual enough, but I no. I was, I found joy and love, yo. A hundred percent. Well, you and you and my you and Sharon, my wife, would be in the same club there. That's what got yes. her into it was that very movie. Yes. I mean, yes. it's really beautiful, and and that's what I loved that I loved that movie because it was so creative. So you know, creative. it was just every you know a sword became a gun. You know that they called uh -huh. like you know dagger or something like that, and you know 
just from top to bottom, they reinterpreted it. It That's wasn't right. just here's, you know, you know, people in tights. Here, and I saw people of color. Question. There were people yeah. of color in it and lead characters of color in it. And it was just done somatic. The cinematography was beautiful to watch. It was, and you didn't even really care what they were saying, although you got it without having to think about it. Mm-hmm. It was, there was one point where one character, um, I forget his name, black actor, he comes out in drag. And yeah, I'm going, Mercutio, yes. Yes, it comes out in drag. I'm going, yes, that's my Shakespeare. Hallelujah. <laughs> that was yes. so good. It was so good. Can, can I ask this? Because, yeah. um, sorry, I got to insert in Survivor somehow. <laughs> I know. Do it, do it, do it, do it, do well, it. Well, listen, okay. So if you watch Survivor in the beginning, Richard Hatch, the first seasons, you know, and you were talking about the violence of Shakespeare. Yeah, there was some of that, you know, snake and like, Ugh, how dirty do we get all of this? But I have found, because we have watched it from the beginning, that it has reflected all of us, the collective. Mm. Because if you ask me now, if you look at the show now, yeah. these are people that um, are so about the game and the strategy and they are so in but they are still um, outside of the game respectful of each other I mean so many amazing things have gone on in these tribals for women's rights the black you know black um, I don't know the word is not rights it's too long for me to share here but they were standing up for each other you know Equality. they you know they were using their idols when they shouldn't have because they said I just can't let another all the black people end yeah. up, you know, not here. So anyway, um, so what I want to ask is with Shakespeare, because you talked about the violence and I, I'm not so into all the, I don't know, I, I guess that drama, drama part, you know, it reflected those times, right? I mean, one, does it, is it just a reflection of those times? And two, are there metaphysical messages in there? Because I, I don't know. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Oh. It's like in Macbeth, you know, your th- the three witches have been, you know, th- thought of as three parts of who we are. They're mind, body, spirit. The three witches huh. has been thought about the Trinity um, and how they come forth in um, sorcery. And, you know, the word sorcery means using the source. These oh. are the ones who are connected. These are uh, our ones. And I know you just did Macbeth and Chad, what was, you know, Macbeth is a really deep metaphysical play. Yes, 100%. And whenever I'm looking at these stories, I really do try to look at them from this kind of mystical and mythic point of view of, you know, I don't, I, I'm going to be actually directing that show again here in a, in a month oh. or two. And my biggest priority is how do we create this story where the people that are watching it are like, oh my gosh, I know what that feels like. I know what that feels like. So we're always trying to keep humanity, right, as the forefront. How do we express and mirror and reflect humanity back to the audience? Because you got that's some black what... people in there? Oh, our cast is actually majority BIPOC. Uh, oh, I love, hallelujah. Yeah. Wow. Thank you, God. There's a special place wow. in heaven for people like you <laughs> directors I'm, and you know me faith i've said this is the voices of unity that if we're talking about theater production there's yeah. no reason why you cannot break this reality thing and bring people of color yes yes come on you yes know, i watch some of these shows like i'm i love watching old tv shows like friends and i'm getting like season two i'm going there were black people in New York City during Friends and 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 Will and Grace. I'm going, where are the black people? Where are the <laughs> black people? We get wiped out of all these, and I'm going, thank you, God. Someone's bringing something that's so classically done, bringing people of color into the conversation. Well, I have a weird question. You know me with the weird. I love it. Questions. I love you. <laughs> I need a little weird pad, like, questions. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, can we have a little jingle on that from now on? When you're doing, oh, can yes. you go? I have yes. a weird question. <laughs> See, there we go. Weird question. Okay, now I got it. Now I got it. So, 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 okay, guys, guys, guys. Okay, so I, 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 I do love you know Rev Skip that you, you know you're saying that we include the whole rainbow. The whole and rainbow, everybody. What about? Here's my weird question: Is <laughs> do okay, okay? What if? Oh, how do I phrase this? 
What if your shirt said love is love? What if people are people? And what if you get casted because you have the best energy or the best skill? Like my question is, do you just cast someone of color who maybe can't play the role or do you know do you guys know what i'm saying the yeah. value of the people past the t-shirt they're wearing the color the outward appearance so that's my sh weird question mm -hmm. yeah i think well i think that's a huge that's a huge question right now that goes back like 30 years you could talk about joseph papp in the public theater who started mm. who created the term colorblind casting oh, where yeah. you just cast whoever is yes. the best person for the role yes. that has evolved into color conscious casting, which means that you make sure that, you know, if you're doing a play where someone's calling someone a name, right, that you make sure that, okay, that's that has a different context today, that word, so let's not use that. And mm -hmm. now we're, we're moving into something that's even called identity conscious, where wow. people that have different gender identities um, are can be representative. So Honestly, your question just opens up a lot of new questions and people are people are still figuring it out if I'm going to be 100% real with you. Yeah. And Chad, I have another weird question. Okay. So <laughs> It's not even weird, but I love this conversation we're having. Thank you Voices of Unity that we can do this. Do you believe that if you are a if it's a gay character, are you going to look for someone gay to play it if there's a trans character are you looking for someone to play the trans character or i mean because this is another thing that we have to really understand we've had so many straight people to play gay and the way they play gay i'm going I, you are way over the top and mm -hmm. to find out that they're straight i'm going this is a very stereotype i'm not going to mention the show modern family but this is <laughs> that character is so over the top. I'm going, well, none of my gay friends are that flamboyant. Mm -hmm. And so every time, that's why I don't watch it. So do you believe in matching the actor with the identity of the character? I think, well, there's. I think I want to answer that in two ways. One okay. is, um, for... I, I think it's the es essence of the person that can capture the most truth of the character in the situation. And the reason I, I answer it that way is because, you know, just with hiring laws and things like that, just asking about, okay, what is your, you know, orientation? You know, you'd want to make sure you don't ask those kinds of questions in ways that they can seem discriminatory or, or like yeah. screening questions. And so, yeah. you know, I, ha I have to be very careful about like, you know, how, how, how I would approach that. But I think all that to say, you know, when it comes to like a trans character playing a trans character or a, a, a part that's written for a, a black person being played by a black person, I think that's that's a given. You've got to do yeah. that. And with the other question, I mean, most of the time I'm ca I'm at where I am. I'm casting people that I know. <laughs> I mean, I am having auditions sometimes. Um, and so I'm I'm casting people that align with whatever is in the script if that makes yeah, sense yeah. instead of you know making someone you know bend into some kind of you know not trying to go into stereotypes but yeah. you know it's it's you know because you it, know hollywood did that for years you know oh, yeah. like oh yule brenner i mean he he <laughs> played a lot of different and he had none of you know the one right. thing i love one of my favorite movies of this past year was west side story and mm. I don't know why they poo-pooed it in 20, was it 2020 came out or 2021 or whatever. And they kind of poo-pooed it. And I thought, okay, I'm going to go and see it anyway. It was such the most beautiful representation of, of the Latinx community. It mm -hmm. was so amazing. And the female that won the um, Oscar this year for Anita, she is Afro, you know, um, Latin, she is half black mm -hmm. and half Latin. Mm -hmm. And she just did such a beautiful job. But back in the day, they used to take women in blackface, Basically, women blackface yeah. and, mm -hmm. and, and, and darken them down. That's mm -hmm. what they did. Half of the cast of, of West Side Story, the classic was in brown face. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that just makes us cringe now. And you think about even 20 years ago, they were still doing it in the opera realm. Like still doing oh, you're it, right? You know, like opera. Just it's. I mean, the year two thousand, there were people, you know, 
uh, darkening their skin uh, for, for roles. And it's, you know, we, it's, we've got a steep learning curve here. Um, yeah. You know, we, we as artists love to think that we are, you know, oh, we're so in tune and, and, and I think we are, but that, that kind of thing can lead to this kind of um, uh, oversight, these, these blind spots where we're not doing the work, <laughs> so to speak, you know, and it's really easy, you know, I, I just feel compelled to say this, you know, just because lots of my, because I went back to school, Skip, you kind of helped me through that when I went back to school. But a lot of what I studied was about um, diversity, equity, inclusion, and all of that mm. kind of thing. And one of the things we as, you know, people that are, are, are presenting as, as Caucasian, <laughs> we have to be willing to be wrong because we're gonna be wrong, y'all. We're gonna mm. mess up. And it's not about getting defensive. It's about just listening. And so through a lot of these conversations, you know, some of my, my answers aren't definitive uh, and I'm taking a step because I'm still listening. I want to make sure that I'm hearing people. Um, and so, and you know, that goes back to even Course in Miracles where it says, you know, our vulnerability can be our strength. Mm -hmm. You know, Brene Brown being vulnerable can be our strength because that allows us to gain knowledge in order to be more empathetic and understanding. I don't know why I was compelled, felt compelled to say that, but mm -hmm. it's leaving that spirit. defensiveness aside and just yeah, listening to those people around you. Well, you know, Nolan and I got to go on a date, you know, the other night, which is rare. And we went to see, um, <laughs> I feel like we need to have applause machine for that oh! one. Yay! <laughs> You went on a date. Yay. Uh, we got to go see everything. Wait, everywhere, everything, something like all mm -hmm. at once. Oh, yes. With Michelle Yeoh. So, I mean, in general, I, I do just have to applaud that I can see it being reflected in our entertainment. And so this entire film was this Chinese family, crazy sci-fi rev skip. We got, we got time. I about know. Um, I, I want to see it though. Multiverses and all this, but I, you know, it just, I was like, wow, like to be able to watch these stories play out or like The Rock, Young Rock, you know, they feature a lot of like what I grew up with here in Hawaii, the wrestlers. And so it's almost, I think I'm seeing enough diversity that I almost, it doesn't feel as, what's the word? Shocking, you know, but it did yeah. catch me off guard that this feature film was like, they could have told it about anybody, but they went with this Chinese. I mean, it's even more fun, I think, and you're talking about vulnerability, I think it could also be authenticity, meaning they painted the whole picture, right, of the, the Chinese accent. And I was going to ask that, they bring in the culture, the whole spectrum. Oh, yeah, uh, my That's husband's great. Chinese, and yeah, there's there's moms who, they wear the pants, and they yell, and they, you know. <laughs> I'm going to see that, I'm mean, actually, it's it's available to, to, um, to stream it, I'm going to stream it over the weekend and all that but i have a question for you faith and i'm going to I'm flip this question a little bit to chad as well mm -hmm. faith do you believe that people have the essence who are non-hawaiian or non-living that culture to write hawaiian music and chad do you think white writers can write for black actors faith you want to go first i can go i, I w w go either way it. i'm thinking i don't <laughs> thinking. I'm just um I feel I think there's two ways to to look at that. One is if you are taking something that um, is not authentically coming from the text or who you are as a person. You know, there's a great there's a there's a a production that they did in Chicago of the Jungle Book that um, kind of got lambasted in some ways because they accused it of Orientalism quote unquote, of that kind mm -hmm. of racism, um, where they were using all these tropes from, uh, from, from Asia. From Tarzan. And yes. From, yeah. From those all back that. days. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, 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 and even those, you know, the production had high production value and quality. I mean, um, they, the, the director was, was, was white and was almost kind of cherry picking things from the culture without understanding it. Right. Um, and, and, and I, so I think when you're doing that and you don't have a connection, you're like, oh, just put everybody in a, in a sorry, put, let's put those things on your heads or whatever, you know, mm -hmm. kind of just superficial stuff. I think that can actually be damaging and, and hurt people. However, at the same time, I feel like, you know, there's, if I'm writing something, uh, just at, for today, I can't get away from the fact that I grew up in the South and that, you know, I went to church and that, you know, our, our music director was, was a black man. And so like gospel music of that style 
feels as authentic to me as it would to mm-hmm. you know somebody else. Yeah. So that doesn't mean that I'm going to say, oh, I'm going to tell the story of you know <laughs> uh, uh, of something that happened from the perspective of an of of a black person i don't think i have that kind of agency but i do think that i can say i'm going to i'm going to express myself and invite you to express yourself along along with me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay <laughs> okay I don't think that you're buying that. That answer. No, 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 no. Here's my point, and I reason why I bring it up because I love our conversations that we have here. I've seen too many movies that have been written by white men, mostly white men, for women. Written yes. movies about women, they have no clue. They've written movies yeah. about black people have no clue. Asian people having no clue, and it just goes. This does not read true. Remember mm-hmm. these lines because this is these are the words I've said many times. This does not read true. So mm-hmm. if we're talking about adapting Shakespeare, and it's going to be Shakespeare that's set into a Louisiana royal t- uh, rural town of black folks, I want some black people on that writing staff. Because mm-hmm. don't do it because you think you've had a, a po boy. And you can get down to Mississippi mm-hmm. and you don't know the culture. I'm right. just saying. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Faith? No, I think it's about intention. Um, mm. Okay, because the Hawaiian culture, they have olelo, right? This chanting, you know, I, I, that's not, I don't think it's right for someone like me that has not had the training and studied under a kumu to do it. However, if some Japanese guy, you know, like you were saying, you grew up with gospel. If this man grew up and it's in, in his heart, um, you know, why, why, why can't he share from that, that mm. space? Because, you know, it's, this is a really, uh, was personal topic for me because uh, just from my own experience, you know, I did a whole live, Hawaiian album. I grew up in the islands. So kind of like you, Chad, I have my own experience of, of the Aloha spirit. Okay. And so I recorded these songs and, you know, there's something on YouTube and, you know, uh, what was he Samoan guy or Tongan guy was just calling me out. Can't these Asians leave? How can an Asian da, 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 you know, all this stuff. And, um, I don't know this, especially specific to Hawaii, this Aloha spirit. I don't know that we can claim it just for, one race and um so i have to bring up i hope he doesn't mind my friend daniel ho he is a six-time grammy award-winning artist of slack key guitar and other things and he has honestly been blacklisted here in hawaii Mm. because he's a he's a chinese man um living in los angeles now but he grew up with me he wrote my first song and so i do see all sides you know to me i'm like oh he's this generous um loving and kind person really traveling the world he has traveled you know played at all the ukulele festivals bringing this aloha spirit and he has never said one bad word about you know the charges that have been brought up against him here and so sometimes i think in the effort to protect a culture the love goes away or the the aloha part that cancel culture comes up that we talked about a few weeks ago that yeah. cancel culture. Yeah. Um, well, if you don't answer. know, if you don't have this, y'all, this is one of my favorite albums because I used to live in Hawaii, but this album's called Where I Live There Are Rainbows by Faith Rivera. It's just, <laughs> I, it's just really, and it just brings me back to um, being in the Air Force in Hawaii on Oahu, Hickam Air Force Base, and understanding from the music and going to luau's and going in and being in churches on the beach. I used to go to a church, it was called the um, Waikiki uh, Beach Church. We used to have church on the beach. Mm-hmm. I fell in love with mm-hmm. my Hawaiian brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. And I just, I, every time I hear that album, just, whoo. But well, you know, go, oh, sorry, go, go, go. no, 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 go, you go, you go. Well, I was going to say, I, I didn't record that till I think 2012. And it was a journey for me to really embrace the culture here because when i when i left as a kid i saw separation i they talk about aloha spirit and so do you know where i felt that aloha it was when i started touring and i felt it from all the haole people that would just let me into their homes and mm. i'm not saying it wasn't here but i didn't experience it and so by 2009 or something when i met these um kahuna 
out here, right? These gurus, um, Kumulena Allah, and she finally said this aloha is meant for the entire world, that Hawaii is the heart mm. chakra of this planet. Mm. Finally, I had heard, you know, from, you know, the, the culture that what I wanted to hear, and that's when I could, in good conscience, right, sing these songs and begin to reclaim, yeah. you know, this culture that I'd grown up with. So, uh, yeah, it's, I, I think this is the perfect time to hear some live music. We're going to be <laughs> in for a divine treat. We have live music today, not just from Faith Rivera, but <laughs> also Chad Bradford. Ah, yes. So um, right now, I, I want y'all to arm wrestle. Who's going to go first? <laughs> he has his guitar. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, Chad, you lost. You're going first. <laughs> okay. He won. He won. He won. I have oh, been no, clutching Chad, you won. You won. Okay. Cool. <laughs> well, um, I'll try not to let my sound peak, but this is a song. This is, I, I, I decided to just do something that we're working on right now. So this song is not very old. It's only about five weeks old. It's still kind of evolving into itself. I don't know if sometime Faith, you'll have to talk on that of like what it's like for a song time kind of to evolve once you've already written it. Um, and so we're still finding different, I don't know, hues and shades and figuring it out. Um, but this is a song, and I, I wanted to sing it today. This is kind of a, um, this is sung at the funeral of one of the main characters. Her, um, the love interest, Claudio, um, is coming and lamenting uh, her passing. The, 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 the character's name is Hero, and she's, she's posing as being uh, dead, but she's not really. So a little callback to Romeo and Juliet here. <laughs> and so she gets to hear him sing this song about her. Christ superstar in there is like oh my gosh you called me out yes he, he it's found like it. he's saying Gethsemane I'm going oh my god I'm going I'm seeing him going up before he's crucified but that's not what it is but it was just <laughs> but I mean that in such a great way because those moments that make you want to cry in a play that's one of them oh god that bless. was perfect I appreciate that. oh my god wow <laughs> I could feel what you were saying, Rev Skip. I didn't think of that Jesus Christ Superstar thing, but the heaviness, yeah, it felt like we were being led to, yeah. I don't know, something yeah. epic, <laughs> maybe dark. It's about to happen. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's about to happen, y'all. 
Yes, and you can just get caught up because I don't, you know, I don't get every of the, you know, all the lyrics, you know, right? Because I mean, it's right. Shakespeare, but you can get the intention of right. It. Always about intention. Yeah, yeah, the heaviness of of that. It is beautiful. And your instrument. And you know what? Honestly, by the ending, I guess I was thinking of Jesus Christ Superstar because I'm like, yeah, I can hear like the drums. Dun, 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 yes. <laughs> like an electric guitar. I mean, what's, uh -huh. what's the instrumentation? Is it acoustic this or one, band? Like this, this one, uh, this one's just two guitars, but I oh, okay, I okay. have a version and that's, you know, electric guitar and all the, oh my all the other good God, stuff. But yeah. yeah. I was like, Maybe the electric guitar is a reprise of that, where it's right. a little harder. <laughs> yes. I don't know. So, will your actors be playing the guitar on stage? Yes. See, I love when they do uh, that. Do you, did you ever see once? Did you ever see the play once? Yeah. Where all the the, oh the instruments were on the stage. When you incorporate instruments where the actors are playing, it it's like something happens to that. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's, it's, it just makes it live. It makes it immediate. It makes it right now. Uh, I, I love that too. It just, uh, it just adds such a nice element. So the yeah. actor is going to play and sing it for, I mean, they're going to play the guitar for themselves. In, in this song, there's going to be two other players playing, oh, gotcha, kind of accompanying, gotcha. but there's other points where people are accompanying themselves. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. I love it. Um, I'm thinking it was that and it was something else that it was really oh there was a version of um of of um sweeney todd and mm. all the characters it was in a very small and it came off of maybe two revivals ago from broadway and every character either played a guitar a flute or a drum yes yes the the, the cast was the orchestra and when i saw that i went oh my god this has to be the greatest thing i've ever seen <laughs> Yeah, it was like incorporating the cast. Well, you know, you go to audition. It's like, okay, you can sing now. Can you play a violin? And you go, okay, you're out. <laughs> That's for real. Oh That's my real. gosh. That's for, That's real. for real. I got to wow. tell this quick story if it's okay. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yes. I was in, yeah. I was in New York auditioning for like, you know, you know, doing the thing for about a decade. And there was one call I went to and you're supposed to sing your song and I'm in there and I wait for an hour and they're like, okay, everybody listen up just 32 bars. Okay, 30 minutes later go by and they're like, okay, just 16 measures. That's oh, all we want. Oh God. Another hour of waiting and waiting. And they're like, just eight bars. We oh just want to hear you finish a song. That's oh all. So you get like, you know, five words. And then finally, after about five hours of waiting, they just brought Ooh. us all in a room. And the casting director just looks at us and she, they go, you stay, you leave. You stay, you leave. You stay. And just mm -hmm. told us to get out. <laughs> like didn't even want to hear us sing at that point it was just like you don't that's look right get out awful. it was it was, it was rough <laughs> yeah i i couldn't take all those auditions though i have to tell you when i was um in high school they were casting worldwide for miss saigon and i don't i still don't know very much about musicals oh. um but i fit the bill and i forget who recommended me so there i was singing i think i sang whitney houston and I made it to some callbacks, you know, but I, later Whoa. when I, when I saw what it had become, cause I didn't know what it, what it was. Right. Right. I was like, Oh my God, that's Miss Saigon. <laughs> but, but I'm not an actress y'all. So I, yeah, I, I don't know how far I could, could go Did with it. Did you hear Fancy's using that y'all word? We are <laughs> influencer. We are influencer <laughs> for real. So, <laughs> um, Faith side. Rivera, can we hear your best Miss Saigon in the in in the form oh of a Shakespeare song? Oh my lord, yes, yes. Okay, um, yay, yay. Uh, okay, so we're gonna go straight into it. Yes, yes, okay, so absolutely. I'm gonna do a song that um, Daniel Hole that I just talked about and I wrote it's called so long as and the lyrics are adapted from um this what is sonnet 18 by yes shakespeare um and so we i think we added just a you know one line after the the what we made into the chorus and we wrote it for my friends for their wedding because they are they are actors mm. and, um, oh, wow. but it's one of those songs that has never really been performed you know what i mean it was written for that one time and so so Until now. Yay. Yeah, so there was a lot of practicing going on. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> let, let me get ready here. Oh, we're so, so fortunate to have two talented, you know, <laughs> I'm just going to, I'm going to bring out my crystal sound bowls and just go clang. Because yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be left out of the music day to clang. 
All right, we ready? Yes. Okay. So long, yes. Shall I compare thee to a summer's day? Thou art more lovely and more temperate. Rough winds do shake the darling buds of May, and summer's leaves have thought to short a day. Sometime too hot, the eye of heaven shines, and often is his gold complexion dimmed. And every fair from fair, sometime declines by chance or nature's changing course, untrimmed. I think it's 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 one of the most probably um, uh, you know often performed in drama school that one, oh. but but it's also oh, wow. one of I in my opinion I think it's it's just one of the most beautiful because it, it, it turns it on its head uh, that for that that uh, talking about shall I compare you to this. Mm-hmm. No, I can't because you're so much better than even a summer day. Uh, and, it, and then I love how you got into the, the, the chorus there with the so long as, so long as, so long as, almost insisting that you're going to be there for them mm-hmm. is really beautiful. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, I'm just blown away. And so that I don't um, get feel left out, I'm going to do um, <laughs> Shakespeare, I love you. <laughs> Shakespeare, I love you. Shakespeare, I love you. Shakespeare, I love you. Shakespeare. Oh, 
Oh, oh, oh, Shakespeare. What is going on? Oh, my gosh. I don't know. know, I I do have to say that um, I I practiced it, thank God, so I could feel it, you know, because when Mm. I'm in my head, so that was that was good for me, too. You know, do you guys know what I mean? Sometimes it's it's good for us and sometimes it's okay for us. But that was good for me. No, it's good for you. That was that was beautiful. I do wonder. Oh, sorry, Skip. No, no, Chad. No, no, go ahead. It did inspire me what you just did, because there is one little passage from a play from As You Like It that Mm -hmm. speaks to this connection of spirituality with art. And Mm -hmm. I hope you don't mind if I just give you a few lines from it. This is Duke Senior. Well, well, what we'll do is can we make this your SSP? Because it's time for the SSP. This is my sexy spiritual pebbles, baby. Yes, Yes. (laughs) this is my SSP because it's all about how we can take what the world has given us and and let it let it live in us, let it mold us, let it craft us into who we who we are evolving to become. Could you say that again? Yes. Please, sorry. Faithless <laughs> <laughs> somewhere else. Come back to me. Okay, go one more time. One more time. So one this more is, time. You need to say is, it again. This is my SSP because we've talked about a lot of this kind of stuff today. Mm-hmm. How what the world gives us, how we can take it. Yes. And 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 let it work on us mm-hmm. so that we can then become we can almost like a, like a caterpillar, you know, then become something new. OK, okay. so this is from As You Like It. And this is comes Duke Senior says this because he and everybody have been kicked out of the kingdom that his okay. and they're they're all of their things are stolen and they've just been um, uh, they've been conquered. And he's talking to all of the people that are with him that are very sad about it. And he says, now my co-mates and brothers in exile hath not old custom made this life, the life we're leading now, more sweet than that of painted pomp. Are not these woods more free from peril than that of the envious court? Here we feel not the penalty of Adam, the season's difference as the icy fang and the churlish chiding of the winter's wind, which when it bites and blows upon my body, even till I shrink with cold, I smile and say, this is no flattery. These, the weather, are hardships. These are counselors that feeling me persuade me what I am. Sweet are the uses of adversity. Sweet are the uses of adversity. And, and, and he goes on and on. I won't, you know, keep talking it. for another hour, but just that last line, sweet are the uses of adversity. Just, I don't know what I you just it. said, but you made it sound good. My brother, so <laughs> that, I, I, I'm no, good. I'll, I'll I'm translate good. it. No, I'll chat. Well, the ending, what I got from me, yeah. my translation for me is my Abraham Hicks. You take the bounds. So that really, you know, you're, you're seeing these adversities more like they're like the next springboard. Yeah. The next springboard exactly. to the next level of our expansion. It's beautiful. You know, so yes. I, um, faith, can... you keep going. What's your SSP? Yes. Well, I think this ties in, but I think I'm okay. just really trying to work this point in. <laughs> get it, get it in, girl. You okay. can work it in. Yes. This past weekend was a big, was the 80th birthday for Reverend Joan Stedman from Agape mm. Bay Area. Reverend Michael Beckwith and Reverend Coco and Reverend, you know, these other founders of the Agape movement um, had come to celebrate her. She's 80 and she's rocking it. And her talk title, and I this ties in, who do you say you are? Mm. And, and I think whether it's adversity, it's big moments, right, Rev Skip, now you're the senior minister, that all these, you know, life moves and dances around us. But at every moment, you know, we get to ask, well, who do I say I am? She's saying, am I an 80 year old? Am I a, you know, a black woman? Am I, or am I more? Mm-hmm. And so I feel my SSP is the value of this art is the questions that, that yeah. it provides for us. Um, and the springboard it provides mm. for us to to be more, you know. And mm. I don't. And I think we're all of it, but to express more is, I think, is a more clear way. So that's my long-winded SSP. But I, I, think, it's sexy. I think it's sexy. It's I so like it. Yes. You you are. Are. <laughs> you say you are. Oh what about goodness. you? Yes. Well, my SSP is. You know, I'm still kind of 
formulated in my head, but I would say um, give Shakespeare a chance. <laughs> all we are saying is give Shakespeare a chance. Give Shakespeare a chance. Yeah, you know, it's it's like stepping into, you know, this place that you kind of know that, you know, you kind of like it, but you don't really like it, but you just always give that a chance again because you might find something new and you might just be enlightened. Like, I didn't know, you know, a sonic could be so beautiful. And mm. I definitely didn't know that Jesus Christ hung out with Shakespeare. That's so dope. <laughs> I think that is so dope. So I am I'm forever grateful for this show today. And we need yes. to end this time. But Faith, where are you? Are you anywhere coming up that we, we can find you performing somewhere? Uh, well, for now, wait, sorry, I have to go back to something. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you know I, mean? I don't want to end this show without really us you know honoring this amazing time for you rev skip yeah. okay, so this is like okay but we honor it all the time <laughs> but no. thank you always receive it well no i mean like you know um your senior and and not that it's everything but it's to be on this journey with you and just to you know celebrate together milestone just like oh man that's who you are and mm. more yeah. And yeah. So, so I just mm. really want to be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you so That's much. We love you. We yes. love you. And they are and best. Your community is blessed, Anna. So are you. Yeah. So and Chad, are you, where are you performing in? It's coming up soon. You're starting your, your venture. Yes. yes. We open um, June 17th in Fayetteville, Arkansas, at the Global Campus Theater. And then uh, we uh, traveled to Conway, Arkansas on June 23rd at the Bridges Larson Theater on the campus of the University of Central Arkansas. And we're there for a couple more weeks. And make sure you light a candle on the 23rd because that's my birthday. So <laughs> yeah. make sure you, I want you to dedicate the show to Rev oh, Skip. It's yes. his birthday. And please, and make sure you have that on camera and post it <laughs> on the socials. Um, hey, y'all, I'm at the Center for Spiritual Living, Fort Lauderdale, 1030 Eastern Standard Time on a Sunday morning in live or in live. Listen to me because we're always live in person or online. <laughs> you can always go to our website, which is CSLFTL.org, and where you can find out more about um, the Center for Spiritual Living. We are the love community. I am just really grateful, and I am grateful that that experience of becoming senior minister has now crossed the threshold. So you can hear me stop talking about this process because I'm grateful. <laughs> so are you so, officially? Does it start like now? Oh, it started. It started on Sunday. It? it started on Sunday. Woo! It's done. So, all right, everyone, and that's it for us. Until next yeah. week, we love you. Namaste and all that good stuff. <laughs> Aloha. Bye. <laughs>If you're inspired by the teachings of Dr. Wayne Dyer, you will love the Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life podcast with Nadia Dela Cruz. You are a spiritual being having a human experience. My name is Nadia Dela Cruz, and I started the Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life podcast to explore spiritual topics like manifestation and meditation with guests who share their own stories of insight, awakening, and transformation. Listen now on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.